Hey there, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process. I'm Sarah, self-proclaimed Bachelor super fan and person who actually believes it's possible to find love on the show. Join me each week as I recap episodes with my friends who love talking about The Bachelor as much as I do. So go grab some rosé and join me along for the journey. Welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, Katie Thurston season. I don't know what number season we're on of the podcast. It's a lot. It's up there. Um, But if you are new to the pod, then welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Um, How are you doing? I hope you're well. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Um, If you're a returning listener, though, I want to say welcome back and you may notice that there's just one voice that you're hearing right now, um, and that's me. That's Sarah. So Alex is just taking some time off from the pod for the time being, and don't worry. She's going to come back as a guest this season, so you're definitely going to get to hear her, hear her takes, uh, but for right now, you're stuck with me, and <laughs> we're going to do things a little bit differently this season, so don't worry, it won't actually just be me talking at you for an hour every single week. (laughs) (laughs) If you hear that beautiful laugh, (laughs) I'm going to be bringing on my friends each week. Uh, People that I regularly talk Bachelor with, the people that I'm texting about The Bachelor, DMing about The Bachelor with, um, just like some gal pals and some guy pals um, that are fans just as much as I am. Um, And for our very first episode for Katie Thurston season, I brought on friend of the pod, Connie. And if you have been around for a little while, you've definitely heard me talk about Connie. I typically bring one of her hot takes to every (laughs) single episode because other than my sister, Alex, she is the person I talk to the bachelor, talk about the bachelor with the most. So Connie, please say hello. Tell us about yourself and your experience with the bachelor. Yes. Hi everybody. Um, long-term friend of the pod, maybe borderline best friend of the pod. I don't know. I'm working my way up. That's not for me to say. That's for the pod to say if I'm its best friend. You um, might be longest listener for sure. Probably most diligent because I live text mm. you every single episode. Um, <laughs> just, you know, to kind of highlight my credentials. Um, I began yeah. listening Sean Lowe's season. Um, so right oh, after Emily Maynard. Like watching. Because I don't think oh, we covered Sean show. Lowe's season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first season with The Bachelor. Um, and yeah, I've been a... a avid watcher ever since. So I feel like I know a lot of the, the history I've sort of grown up with this show. Um, I do trust the process. I trust the bachelor process. Yes. You can find love on the show. Actually. I vividly remember us watching Sean's wedding together yes. in our friend Nikki's apartment in we college. Sure did. <laughs> yes. We grown sexy. Yeah. That yeah. was the theme. <laughs> which Catherine, what a genius. <laughs> the theme has never been done before or since. Well, or since. <laughs> it only needs to happen once. Um, I actually think one of the best things I've ever seen uh, from bachelor television is when Catherine gifted Sean a uh, book of oh my God. pictures of herself and the boudoir shoot. Yeah, and Sean <laughs> gifted her a Bible. <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh. of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I will say I later watched the season of Wife Swap with them and then the couple who lived in Seattle. Um, and they are psychopaths, Sean and oh. Catherine. Oh, you're They're talking real about weird. Molly and what's his name? Like the Yes, the yeah it's jason mesnick mesnick yeah yeah oh yeah Molly okay i've came actually in never there and was that. like oh yeah her notes were like hey sean maybe like go out to dinner where Catherine wants to go out to dinner and Catherine came back and was like how dare you meddle in my marriage it was very <laughs> odd he leaves her a honeydew list with a cross on it every morning um they're 
meant for each other. And that's why I believe in the show. Yeah. You know, that's a real specific lid to that pot. There is a thing about The Bachelor that, and, and it's why I think you really need to be like above 25 for it to actually work mm-hmm. for you. That like, the fact that it does have to happen so quickly and you have to state your wants and your attention, excuse me, intentions and needs right up top. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing about it that makes this a bit easier. There's no like, oh gosh, we're six months into the relationship and I'm going to have to tell them all of my baggage and I'm really nervous mm-hmm. and this could make or break it. It's like, you've got to, you've got to do it and three weeks. Oh my gosh. What a better way to do it. You know, (laughs) on live television for everybody to see your grandmother's watching. It's cool. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, before we head into the episode and meet all of Katie's men, um, we have some bachelor news to talk about. We'll talk about the biggest one that was just announced today. If you're listening, it was actually announced yesterday, but as we're recording, it was mm. announced today. Um, so Chris Harrison's out. He's not coming back. He's not returning to the franchise. And he there was an eight-figure settlement. So he's also set for life and never needs to work again, um, mm-hmm. which sounds pretty nice. <laughs> Man, I wish my job would give me an eight-figure settlement after I made racially insensitive Ooh, comments. Who I have to <laughs> I will offend everyone for that kind of money. (laughs) Unfortunately, like that is like the world that we're living in, right? It's, it is like kind of interesting. Like it absolutely needed to happen. Mm -hmm. Like he needed to go. I did. I, I don't see a world where he could have stayed. Um, but it's also feels kind of like, oh man, if you had just left a few seasons ago when they were like clearly trying to push you out, you could have left like honorably. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, you I either, mean, yeah, you died the hero I, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Spider-Man. I don't know. Is that Spider-Man? <laughs> I think it's Batman. <laughs> yeah, think it's definitely right. a superhero. It's definitely one. It's definitely some Maybe sort Thor. of I don't know. animal man. <laughs> Ant-Man. There is an Ant-Man. I know. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the other part of this is like, it needed to happen. He has a lot to learn. What he, you mm-hmm. know, really... Uh, what he did is like the offense to Rachel Lindsay too. Like he made an insensitive comment and then didn't listen to Rachel. Right. When she tried to explain like, Hey, this is why this is wrong. And, and it's like, we want to hold these people accountable and taking away their platform is part of that. And then you give them like a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, was the lesson really learned? I don't know. Right. I, you know, my thing is the show doesn't necessarily need Chris Harrison. And and we've been saying that for a while, right? It's moved beyond this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I truly hope he's learned from this and he will go and he will continue learning and be a positive force for change in the world. But in the terms of this show, I don't need to see him weekly. I'm just as happy seeing someone else, you know, someone maybe with a fresher take. I really like that they're having women host the bachelorette because again, like I like seeing these sort of mentor figures that is not, um, paternal, you know, it needs to be more peer to peer. Like it needs to be like, I understand I've gone through a similar thing. It, It can't be like, like, it can't be somebody that had this like God complex of like, I give all of the advice and I know how to go through this. Cause like, right. he actually never has done this. Exactly. Himself. Yeah. I, I feel like the advice she was getting from Caitlin and Tasha is very different mm-hmm. tonally than what she would have heard from Chris. And I, I feel like maybe it's better preparing her for, for her season, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, hopefully this is a good 
next step in bachelor change obviously there's still a lot mm-hmm. you know we talked about this a lot last season you know it, it will continue to be talked about um but like you know beyond casting really the next step and i saw something i saw bachelor diversity post about this on instagram like for real change they need to start behind the scenes at the top like it needs to be a right. structural change so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens um in happier news, our good friend Madison wrote a book. <laughs> Thank God. I called you know, in this I moment or something. <laughs> yeah, I said to Connie, obviously it will be horrible and obviously I'm going to read it. <laughs> Who do you think will have written the most compelling book from Bachelor Nation? Because, um, who was it? Ben Higgins, didn't he just come out with one? Alone and in plain sight. Alone in plain sight. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I feel like it's a matter of time for Colton. Um, well, I already wrote one. Oh, he did. Oh, gosh. good. 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 Colton wrote a tell-all before he came out. Well, he's going to have to tell it all again. Cause... I know, but I, he can't, right? Because he's a stalker right. also. Right. <laughs> but he could talk about that. <laughs> oh man oh, maddie yeah. maddie 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 i don't know i am curious about her she said she's going to talk about pre-bachelor bachelor and post-bachelor and i do feel like she is young enough with not a lot of shame that she might actually just go ahead and tell it all <laughs> i hope not that so I, I don't know if there's any juicy gossip to tell other than like Peter's mom is a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) The time I got bullied on national television by a grown man and other anecdotes. I actually do think she's very smart and very insightful, but I was shocked to see she wrote a book. (laughs) I, I don't disagree. I think she's very smart and very insightful for her age. Yeah. I'm just curious what the audience is like is this her trying to pass down knowledge to like much younger women who look up to her Mm. um that's what I'm I'm hoping she's approaching this yeah I feel like this is like a great book for it or not that I've read it I will but I feel like (laughs) what I know about it it will be a great book for like teenage girls yeah you need some confidence yes 18 to 21, 22, I think like, or even like actually... 15. <laughs> oh yeah. I say, even 50. Like, yeah, maybe <laughs> I guess maybe. <laughs> depends on where you are in your own development. <laughs> everyone's different. Everyone's pace is different. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. And then <laughs> the other news, some bachelor in paradise news. So we have some new hosts, David space. <laughs> Which is maybe the most shocking news I've heard of all. Um, and also some visits from like Sarah Highland and Wells. Um, yep. But I don't think that we have any details beyond like there's hosts, but like it obviously isn't going to film this summer because Michelle's season right. is filming, right? I, you know, I, I feel like they do have enough of a back catalog of cast who like because of COVID didn't actually get to do bachelor in paradise right after that right. they may be able to film concurrently because we have like peter's girls right matt claire claire slash tasha's yeah. yeah so so there there is there are folks out there who could theoretically go and film um yeah. it's just a matter i think of budget and whether or not they can actually swing filming both at the same time okay on that note, let's get into the episode. And I'd like to start yep. with a comment up top saying, I like this filming at one resort thing. Like, I think I was getting kind of sick of the mansion in a way. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of into the fact that it's all in a new location. It's almost like you're starting up top with the travel, right? Which is like always mm-hmm. the most exciting part of every season. So like everyone's in a new location and it like you get to see like all these cool resorts all over yeah. all over the country. <laughs> I, I don't I know also, kind of into yeah. that. I liked and I it may have been the same way for the last two seasons and I just sort of didn't notice because again, like the last few were different. I felt like we had much 
like a higher number of like hometown packages, if you will, where they introduced more men before the limo rides. I could be wrong. It felt like they got through like yeah. 10 men and normally we get like four to five in great depth. Yeah, you're right. Like we're getting to know people a little more up top. Yeah. Which is good. Cause I feel like I, I want some level of investment before they do get out of the limo. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. And then like, like Trey was the ball pit guy. Right. So like when he jumped yep. out, it was like, okay, I already know this guy. We know exactly. He's a <laughs> This makes we know sense this. to me. <laughs> yes, this makes sense. What if it was, what if we got rid of limo exits and the Bachelor Bachelorette just watched 30 hometown packages and decided at the top of the episode who they liked and didn't like just from hometown packages? Oh, yeah, I, um. I think that's how a lot of companies do interviews right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I don't really want that for any of these poor men who also had to quarantine. Yeah, that's true. It is sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Before we get into all the guys, let's talk about Caitlin and Tasha. I'll say overall, I'm happy with it for all the reasons that we talked about. Mm -hmm. It felt a bit scripted right up top. But I very stiff. Yeah, I feel like they were literally reading cue cards, but they loosened up. Mm -hmm. And Um, mm -hmm. yeah, they're they're sneaking up behind her, I think, is the worst executed prank I've ever seen on television. (laughs) Well, because they didn't even like scream. They were just like, hi, (laughs) (laughs) girl, it's us. I'm like, oh, my God. We know, we know. It's yeah, you. like they, it took them forever to get there. Also, oh it's God. insane that Katie didn't notice. That was so right. Stupid. And then some of their things of like, they're la- like they're they cannot help but laugh at like, let the journey begin. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's time for the final rose. <laughs> like, they're like laughing at themselves saying it. I was like either commit or do something right different. yes I I agree yeah be rise up to the challenge and be a professional or just scrap it and kind of or go do your, your own, own way thing yeah which totally I'm fine thing. with I'm fine with yeah and I don't think that it's gonna be like this the whole season but Mm-mm. night one was kind of rough well I also feel like historically the host is most present on night one because they are sort of like mediating a lot of the yeah. limo. I I don't think we're going to see as much of them as the season progresses. Um, yeah. But it, I, imagine, I think they'll warm up. I imagine it more like, remember with Tasha and Claire, like, I can't remember if they showed up for Claire. They definitely did for Tasha. Like Jojo came and Rachel Lindsay mm-hmm. came, Becca maybe. They like brought in girls and they had brunch. And I feel like, I feel like. Yeah. Do you remember this? They like came to her hotel room and they had like a bagel spread. <laughs> yes. I do and they remember just that. were like, girl, how is it going? And I feel like maybe after every week they should do like a weekly brunch. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Unpack a little. Like Caitlin can get kind of drunk off her own wine. <laughs> <laughs> sparrow to sparrow can... or whatever it's called. Spade and sparrows. Spade and, and sparrow. Tasha could just be like funny and be like, I thought Zach was weird and now I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Tasha, I feel like is good for a really big reaction. Like she doesn't necessarily say a lot of jokes, but she laughs the loudest and it makes you feel like the joke was good. Even if realistically, you know, like this was an okay joke. She also has the most like <gasps> moment. Yes. Somebody pops out of the bed of a truck. <gasps> she she just turns the volume up a little higher. So yeah. I, I think like she's a good match for Caitlin in that sense, where like Caitlin typically is a little wittier, a little faster, but I feel like Tasha is sort of that like offset and reward. You're right. I love it. I'm excited to see more. I'm not like disappointed by any means, but Mm-mm. I do have uh, yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Please. Which I will 
which I will be writing into them. Um, All right, let's go down these men. We're going to go down in order of limo exit, and we'll just talk about them as we go through. Um, And our first guy is Thomas, who was, Mm. like, surprisingly a heavy hitter. Yeah. And they – Katie seems so into him. Um, I think he goes very far. I don't necessarily know that he wins, but he seemed – among the most genuinely excited to be there and kind of the most like smitten right off the bat. And I feel like she really responded to just him. Like he was giving off some good energy and I feel like she was there for it. Katie likes guys that give speeches. Yes. (laughs) Like every guy she was really into was somebody that had like a speech for her. Yeah. And he did. He was like, I have deep admiration for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> so like, I'm so, whatever. He was like, I'm so proud of you, this journey you're taking. I'm like, that would not do it for me, but she seems to really like it. And yeah. he is hot. So there's I that. I don't like these guys. And I feel like this is new for Katie. I don't like a lot of these guys walked out of the limo pretending like they already knew her. Like they were like, Hey, yeah. you. I was like, <laughs> or like, I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. You don't even know her. Yeah. That, that again, wouldn't be something I responded positively to, but I think <laughs> there is an element of her that was nervous that it appreciated hearing it. I mean, every season it's the struggle of like, who do I like for myself? And who do we like for The Bachelorette? And typically yes. those types never align for me. <laughs> right. Yes, I would agree with that. Although I, I, I do think Thomas is strong. I think he seems like a good guy. He yeah. seems there for the right reasons. You know, a little more mature, got a real job, checks a lot of the boxes. Love that. Um, Aaron, I don't remember much. <laughs> Um, he is younger. He's only 26. He there looks were a couple of those guys. Yeah. I was like, yikes. That seems a little young, but he, um, and we, we can get more into him because he had some standout moments after the limo, but wait, just tell him now. Cause I can't oh, even remember him. He's the one he pulled. Oh shoot. Oh, he pulled someone God. outside. I think Connor. Yes. Or Christian, some of the C name, and he was like, I don't like you. And you know what? That's not my fault. Stay out of my face. And the guy was like, I literally haven't even said anything to you. You're right. That was that guy. And everyone's like, What's going on? Wow. Like, everyone's like, am- well, Yeah, he's like, I hate you. <laughs> don't I- talk to me. I hate you. I hate you, and it's not my fault. And that is on you, buddy. And the guy's like, I've been minding my business this whole night. He had to have been drunk, right? Like that, like saying, Um, pulling a random person aside and saying, (laughs) I hate you and it's your fault. I feel like it's exactly the kinds of things I think about when I'm drunk. Like that's what I would say. Like I would like be staring at some girl at the bar that's like driving me nuts or whatever. And I would just be like, I hate you, but it's your, it is your fault. Yes. (laughs) For why I hate you. It's not on me. It's not me. It's something about you. Yeah. They're like, they make so much sense to you when you're drinking and then you say them out loud and nobody else gets it. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have a couple Andrews this season. So this one was Andrew N. And he's one of the guys that was like, hey, you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, he's fine. I, yeah. So he's 31 deputy district attorney. So again, I, I like that he's a little more mature. I like that he's more like established in his career, but my only note for him was, and I quote forgettable. Yeah. I do think he made it though, because yeah, she, yeah. Two Andrews are here and Aaron mm-hmm. also made it. Um, yeah. Okay. So then we have David and. Mm-hmm. I put a star next to his name, which mm-hmm. is that I liked him, but I think I only liked him because he was like, 
I'm a New Yorker. Anything could happen in a New York minute. Because again, I can't remember him. I only have memory of about five of these men. (laughs) (laughs) So David, I I also said I, I liked him. He gave her a very bad hug. Like he wasn't sure whether to go for a side hug or a front hug, which who I hasn't get that been in, there. And and COVID, right? It's like, wait, yeah, hug? yeah. Um, I get that. He okay. I I liked him, and then as he walked away, the length of his pant was capri. Like it was <laughs> a very high ankle pant. So. It, for me, it's going to be hard to come back from that. I get, we'll see how his pants go the rest of the season. Um, okay. I but he was say, handsome. I feel like recently I'm pro man Capri. <laughs> I, I don't mind something a little shorter, but they were short. They were a <laughs> short pants. Yeah. Like, um, like who's like a Disney character that wears like Capri pants? <laughs> Um, Gaston Gaston pants I don't know recently I've been feeling really this is an insane comment to make so it's okay recently I've been feeling kind of bad for men because it's so hot out and Mm. we have to go back to work in Mm -hmm. an office and girls have the option of dresses and men can only wear pants. And I'm like, that's really challenging. So maybe yeah. if we could just like open it up <laughs> to a capri, it might be nice. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> okay, well, it's the one I'm going to die okay. on. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Um, oh this next guy's big okay Michael mm-hmm. Michael Michael like grew on me and grew on me not that I didn't yep. even like him when he came out like I thought he was like kind of awkward I thought his joke about giving her his family heirloom watch was mm. hilarious <laughs> okay Connie didn't like it I literally laughed out loud and then like he had more and more throughout the night that I just really really enjoyed like I have him in my top five like I really like Michael I have him top six I don't think I don't think Katie is the one for him but yeah I think he's a really good guy and so I could see her being like I don't want to involve your child and so she'll have to make that decision before hometowns but I I think he is lovely as a person yeah, yeah, you're right. It's definitely one of these things where it's like, I'm going to keep him around because he's nice. He doesn't cause mm-hmm. drama. He makes me feel comfortable. You always yep. have like the really nice person that just like makes mm-hmm. you feel totally comfortable that you need. You really need that person yeah. when you're going through this experience in my, um, in my experience. That's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, the Ivan I, of last season. I actually thought that was so funny when he's like, she's clearly freaked out. He's like, it's been in my family 200 years. And he was like, oh my God. I'm just I actually wrote down, I was like, gave a family heirloom to a stranger, comma. It was a joke, comma. He laughed very hard at his joke. <laughs> I miss that because I was laughing so hard. Oh, he thought it was very funny, but I think that was probably nerves. Oh, probably. Um, okay. So then we have Trey. Mm. who jumped out of the bed of the truck in a ball pit he also had a little hometown package he he's like i'm very well-rounded i love all genres of music (laughs) (laughs) i like show tunes and i like rap (laughs) Uh, so i actually he was one who had like a little hometown package like you mentioned and in it he was playing the harmonica yes he was playing a harmonica and he was like, wherever I am, like, I'm going to be making noise. And I was just like, oh, my God, that would that would drive me nuts if my partner was just constantly like bebopping and scatting around the house, like had to generate noise. That being said, he did grow on me as the night went on. I think <laughs> he has really big energy. Um, yeah. And I think she could use someone with. I think she'll have a lot of fun with someone whose energy level matches hers. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. 
<laughs> bebopping around the house, like just doing dishes and like boop 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 I know. <laughs> okay. Next, we have to talk about Greg. Mm-hmm. Heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Knew that she liked him. I really like him. But I was shocked. This is who got the first impression, impression Rose. I, I was as well. Because she made out hardcore with some other men. Yeah. Like, really got after it. Yeah. Um, that said... He gave her that necklace in their time, right? Yeah. He also made another joke. These guys are funny. Mm-hmm. They are funny. <laughs> I think he, he goes very awesome. far. He, same. I think that he's final too. Like I, I really do. And historically, the Bachelorette's first impressions mm-hmm. like win or are yeah. in at least top four. Um, but yeah, he was like, um, my niece is like this incredible jewelry maker <laughs> and I didn't know if I was going to bring you one, but I somehow got on the waiting list. Uh-huh. I put in a just, really good word. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like pulls out macaroni, colored it with markers on a string. I thought it was so oh, cute. And he was I, like, oh, that's not real gold. That's pasta. <laughs> like, that's cute. That's funny. All right. I also, like, love that he's like, all of my brothers and sisters are married with kids, and I'm sick of it. I don't want to be the only one without one. <laughs> You're pumping them out left and right. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, it's okay. so annoying. I want one for my own. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, it's it's fine, buddy. It's not that serious. We'll We'll get you there. I just, like, I don't know. I was very, very surprised that this was her pick. I kind of loved it. Like, yeah. I really liked them together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel like she just was going to go for one of these guys that was making more of sex jokes, honestly, just because she yeah. said that she likes that. Like, she, she said specifically that, said. Yes. Yeah. She's like, all these guys making penis jokes. Ugh. Some people think it's weird. I don't. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think Greg is like, Greg's going to be around for a while. So buckle up. Yep. We're, yes. Learn to love him, folks, because he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. Okay, next I wrote down the hugger, but I cannot remember <laughs> his name. <laughs> his name, I do. So his name is Gabriel. He is an entrepreneur from Charlotte. And I wrote, I've never seen him. But that makes sense because I don't go to like, hugging classes so I I don't think we run in the same circle watching him hug and do breathing exercises was Mm-mm. the strangest thing I've ever seen but then like awful she Katie was super into it yeah this she kept looking back know. at him this is how I know Katie and I would be really good friends because she's funny I like her mm-hmm. and we don't have the same taste in men yeah <laughs> like yes, that be no me is crucial for a best friendship yes I feel like all of the men that stood out to you were ones that she did not give much attention to, <laughs> which is great, Sarah, because <laughs> they may that, still be here someday. That means they're available. Um, so speaking of, those are my, the next two men are pretty much the men I would marry on the spot, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. John so cute although she did Mm -hmm. that when he walked away she he was the guy that she was like that's my type that's yep he's so cute like oh my god physically and then also he was like I just feel like I've been dreaming and I thought it was gonna feel more real when I got here and now I just feel like I'm dreaming twice (laughs) like (laughs) he I I would be very surprised if he has never won whitest teeth in his academic history. In his academic, you mean like in the yearbook <laughs> senior supervision? Yes. He was, I don't know if it was middle school or high school or what, but his senior superlative was whitest teeth. If you were 14, say it was middle school, mm. and you won whitest teeth, would you be so self-conscious about your teeth? Like, I feel like I would be like, oh, God, are they that <laughs> Are they too white? 
<laughs> well, that like, would have never come up. <laughs> I started drinking coffee at like 11. So I know. these stains are genetic. Some people ask for cards for their 16th birthday. I asked to get my teeth professionally whitened, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I did, but then it just reverted back. So I don't really <laughs> recommend it because it's a lot of money. <laughs> not a good gift for a 16 year old as it turns out. No, definitely not. Um, I, I have a theory that John's kind of like a sleeper hit because she like really, really liked him up top. She said he's mm-hmm. her type. And I feel like the advice that these bachelorettes always get is like the guys that, you know, you really, really like push their dates off a little bit because you know yep. that you're, you know, you're still going to like them. So I feel like mm-hmm. we're not going to hear from John for a week or mm-hmm. two, and then he's going to like come in hot and heavy. Dark horse. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he gives me some vague Tanner Tolbert vibes. <gasps> oh my gosh. Like Jaden Tanner. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just Tanner. a vibe. Uh, yeah. But, I, but again, he was also that like quiet, handsome, smiley guy. That yeah. I was like, he is attractive, but he didn't really, he didn't come out of the woodwork until much later in the season. Yeah. He, she sent him home like right before hometowns or something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. Well, we'll see. Garrett, the next guy, is also my favorite purely because he's a redhead. Very, very cute. I love having a redhead on The Bachelorette. It's so fun. (laughs) It is. His posture was awful, and I don't think he got to say any words on camera. I think he, like, got out of the limo and just hunched over, and they were like, keep it moving, you. (laughs) He just hunched over. And somehow he's the only one that I can remember. (laughs) You're like, Garrett, obviously, made an impression with his nonverbal communication because he was not given an opportunity to speak. speak. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Some of these next guys, we kind of they like flew. fly through. Yep. Austin, Marty, Landon. Yep. I don't even know if they make it through. Um, I, I don't. I don't actually don't think, think that they do. Them. Yeah. So we can Mm-mm. skip them because who cares? Um, mm-hmm. And then we had Carl. <laughs> yeah. So Carl, I also feel like is going to be somebody who's going to be around because he had mm-hmm. a hometown package, which doesn't necessarily mean much but he like makes these portraits for her and also Um. he started the season with the most instagram followers Mm. and i looked him up and he is like a motivational speaker so he yes i'm curious if carl is the person who's going to get called out later in the season about being there for the wrong reasons Mm. so my fear and that is actually incredibly valid um especially given that like yeah he may have the most to gain from being here in terms of viewership um and exposure my theory with carl and i don't know if it's coming from a nefarious place or or what i get some very insecure vibes from him and I wouldn't be surprised if he finds himself at the center of some conflict. Because he was the one, if you remember, um, it was named James. James from the box. Oh, my God. I love James from the box. <laughs> I, I do, too. I really like James from the box. But I believe Carl was the one who was like, if box guy gets a rose and I don't, and he's been in a box, I'm like, Carl, relax. All right? It, yeah. If James gets it. He earned it. He's been in a hot box for hours. <laughs> I love James. What's up, guys? James. James from the box. James. Oh my, they're like, oh my God, it's James. Guys, look, it's James. James it was like when Steve box. the pirate took his pirate costume off and everyone was like, we have a pirate. Oh my God, James from the box. <laughs> well, honestly, I forgot about him. And then later they yes. showed the box. I was like, that guy? Yes. still in the box. I was like, oh my God, she's got to get him soon. What if she just forgets? And then there's just a box at the rose ceremony. And he's oh. still in it. <gasps> that would have been so much better. <laughs> I know. And she would have just had to sight unseen be like, does this man deserve a rose for spending 12 hours in a suit in a box? I would say not 
the person I expected to be in the box. Like, no. I was expecting more of a Garrett type. Yes. <laughs> Is it because of the curvature of his spine? <laughs> because he was permanently hunched over. <laughs> because he is shaped like an open parenthesis. <laughs> Oh, I also have bad posture <laughs> as I hunch over to record this <laughs> and we sit up straight. Um, yeah, I agree. I was surprised James did that. I think because he is so handsome, you don't necessarily expect someone who's that attractive to hide their best feature. It's funny you say, though, that he is that handsome because I actually wrote down this guy is the opposite of my type. Oh, like, oh, and I you and I like piercing it? blue eyes and beautiful <laughs> smile and charisma. Okay, What's yeah, kind of. <laughs> I I don't like like this is why I love hunched over Garrett with like the curly red hair. I don't like like polished men. Like okay. I'm like don't shave that part into your head. <laughs> yeah like, that's fair like why is your suit so crisp I don't yeah. know it's like freaking me out <laughs> and how given again even in a, a warm box. box like what kind of chemicals harsh chemicals very finely pressed very there's starched like, yeah like there's something about piercing blue eyes and beautiful face and charisma that freaks me out you know what yeah, I get it. And that's why there's a variety. You know, there is but something for everyone. James completely won me over because he spent 10 hours in a box. hundred <laughs> percent. If he didn't get a rose, I would have sued for like negligence. Yeah, I like, you almost negligence. let me die in that box. <laughs> the producers knew or should have known I could have died in that box <laughs> waiting for her to remember me. <laughs> I know, like, did he get any food? I don't know. No, he was stone cold sober. Everyone else was drinking. And he was just like sweating. He was just dehydrated. So, so dehydrated. Um, okay, we skipped around to James, but we did. Josh, we'll go back. Josh um, made me laugh because mm. he's one of these guys that also did a speech that she seemed to really like. But he started that speech with being like, I'm like, 60% optimistic about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truer words never spoken on this franchise. And then he was like, and I'm like 20% sure that I like you or something like that. But just start be like, mm, I'm like mm, 60, 40. Oh, this is really <laughs> I was, I honestly wrote down the percentages because I was like, if his math doesn't add up, I would send him home <gasps> on the spot. Did it? Did it add up? It did. It did. Oh, he gave sucks. us 60, 20, 20. So I was really funny. hoping it wasn't going to. And she was going to be like, oh, okay. Well, thank you anyway. <laughs> Back to school. Thank you. <laughs> that would have been really good. Um, okay, we have Andrew S. next, who mm. pretended to have a British accent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Is this the soccer player? Yes. He okay. lives in Austria? Yeah. And he's, he, yeah. he likes to dance. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say, so I, I'm on the fence on him. Okay. I don't dislike him. But he did things that I found a little annoying. Um, yeah, like so pretending after, to have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> and then he he actually, and I wrote this down. She was like, oh, ha, it's so funny. And he was like, you know, you just had to see the fake accent. It's a big part of who I am. I'm like, <laughs> a fake accent should not be who you, that should not be like your defining character trait is the fact that you like to put on a fake accent. Right. And like, you're like a soccer player. Like you've got other things yes. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're a professional athlete and you, and you don't, you're not going to talk about, yeah, your self-discipline or your teamwork or communication. You're going to go with fake accent. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think I'm making it. I, I could see him making it decently far because I do think she's entertained by him. And I think he did a good enough job of standing out that she'll keep him around to see 
if there's more depth there. He was like, I'm shocked other guys did things more memorable than my fake accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. He's like an <laughs> RV. What? Like, have you never seen this show? Which might yeah. actually make him more endearing that he didn't realize that like, you could like bring your own car. <laughs> um, okay. Our next guy. Next- Okay, wait. Literally, all I write down is Brandon mopped. Oh, <laughs> Did he I really- mop? Yuck. Um, Maybe that was autocorrect. I wrote yuck. Why you might have literally write down that he mopped. <laughs> I did. He look like a mop. <laughs> <laughs> he has a mop of hair. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Anyway, I don't think he makes it. Right? She's on. I don't believe he did Brandon uh-huh. we barely knew you oh that's okay but mm-hmm. Brendan makes it which yes. he comes later okay yes, he comes he does. later but we have a Connor who brought a glove to catch feelings <laughs> oh. he brought a baseball glove and he was like this is to catch uh-huh. my feelings <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah I that was good enough yeah, I was fine with it. Nothing mm-hmm. super interesting there. Yep. Um, oh, Kyle pulled off his underwear. Yeah. I He's one of the ones that just kind of blurred by for me. I wrote down Thanks. underwear, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see if we get more from him. Yeah. And then Hunter brought that fish. Yep. There's always someone who makes a fish joke every single um, season. He actually did make it like right at the end there. Um, and then I wrote down, I could not remember this guy's name, but I wrote down some guy. Uh, he had an RV. Jeff. <laughs> Sweet Jeff. I love that she thought this was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a girlfriend who went to college with him. Like he ran oh. in like their social circles in college. Oh. And I, I think they said like, he's actually a, a pretty nice guy. I think he was like the hottest guy in the friend group in college. And she was very curious to see him on television. He, I didn't think he was that bad. It's just so Mm-mm. funny that he thought that the RV was so cool. And Katie's like, clearly he's living out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that- another question. Do we think that was his home or do we think he was doing a bit? Um... I assumed it was a bit, but then it, I don't, he really know. leaned into it. Maybe it was his thing for like COVID. Like maybe he like got rid of his apartment or home or whatever he was living in. and was like, I'm just going to like hit the road, Jack. And oh, he lives in New Jersey. So he would have had to drive a very long way in that RV and gas oh, you're is not right. cheap. It probably was a bit, but then where did he get all the stuff? Right. And where did he get that celery? <laughs> Production. He just like stole Yuck. it from the crafty table. Oh my god! Where did he get the celery? Um, we talked about James. Okay. Brendan was another guy that said, hey, you. And I also said that this is the opposite of my type. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he does make it, but I don't really remember anything else about him. So we'll see. I I don't even think I wrote, I remembered to write a note on him. And then some other guy wore a maroon suit, but I missed his name. (laughs) Um, was that Marcus? Oh, maybe that was Marcus. Um, do you know who Marcus looks like? No. Dean Thomas from Harry Potter. Oh my mm-hmm. God, Dean Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand by I that one. I know a girl that's like best friends with him. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I, I've never met him, but apparently he's like awesome, obviously. <laughs> How could he not be? Because he's also <laughs> on How to Get Away with Murder. Right. I didn't want to name quote him from that show. I didn't think people would find that as recognizable. Oh my God. I loved that show. Did people yeah, do you remember watch? his name? No. I didn't too, but I don't remember. His I'm name. pretty sure I called him Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas. 
Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't just stop being Dean Thomas when you stop being <laughs> Dean Thomas. It's like Jim. And now he's office. on The Bachelor. It's an iconic role. Yes. <laughs> and now he's on The Bachelor. Um, okay. Next we have Mike. So... I think that Mike is somebody who's also going to make it kind of far. And I don't know if he's going to make it to, like, fantasy suites, but I think he's going to make it to, like, at least, like, the last eight or something like that because he's going to stress the whole time mm-hmm. about telling her that he's a virgin. Right. Yes. A um, couple notes on Mike. I think he is probably a lovely person. I think he was wearing a women's suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really poorly fitting. It was, was like it a capri pants. The- <laughs> yes, I like. I think there's an episode of The Office where Michael's accidentally wearing a women's suit, and he only finds out because there's too many buttons on it. I he think- finds out because there's no pockets on the butt. <laughs> <That's what it laughs> <is. laughs> I bet if we go back and rewatch that, we will find no pockets. It's like hot pink on the inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like, I don't, I always find it very interesting when they bring people on much like Madison for a lead who is so sex positive. Yes, I agree. And I don't mean to say that like Mike or Madison was like judgmental Mm. of anybody else. Mm -mm. I just, it's just surprising because to me, it seems like these are two very different values, you know, like Katie really believes in connecting with somebody sexually mm-hmm. and he really believes on waiting till marriage. And I mean, he seems like, like open, like he, he doesn't seem to judge her or anything like that because of like her values, but it's just, it just seems like a major yeah. thing that's just right going to be a at least some issue you might work through it but it's like a big difference yeah I what I did like about him because as soon he was in like the before even the hometown visit he was in like the promo crying being like I didn't think my virginity was going to come up this early and the first thing I wrote in notes was virgin wolf um well because it's hard like with someone right Katie yeah but I actually I really softened to him whenever he was sort of explaining his view on sexuality. I thought it was actually much more, um, I don't want to say respectful, but, but basically he was like, look, it's not that I'm not sex positive. It's that for me, what, what I want is to experience that with someone I love and care about. So again, it came from a place of like, he understands how the world works. He understands that that's a big thing for people. It just wasn't the right fit for him. And I right, he's that. not like a a Luke from Hannesy. Right, like yes. I wouldn't say that they're the same kind of person. No. I mean, from what from the five minutes we know about him, yes, it, it didn't seem like he was here to like slut shame her or make her feel bad about her past. It was just like a yeah, that hasn't been my path to this point. But you know, if I'm willing to give this a shot, and it could be in the future, so I, I respect yeah. it. I'll give him yeah. I'll give him a couple more weeks to see how he does. Yeah, I agree. Um Cody is a zipper sales manager, which I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but I was obsessed no. with it and then he brought yep. out a blow-up doll and then I thought yes. that was weird. I believe he is the one that the young man I'm going to be calling Dale Jr. Jr. um <laughs> tried to pick a fight with and said it was his fault. I believe that's who the fight was with. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I hate you and it's your fault. <laughs> um, Justin makes it. They seem to be talking like, oh, mm-hmm. Justin's the painter. Yeah, they Justin made did- out big time. And he like walked out of the limo and he was like, all quarantine. I was just stroking it out, stroking it out. And oh, he, like, pulled yeah. out his paintbrush. And that's when Katie was like, some people don't like those jokes. I think they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, then we've got Christian who mm. wanted to rub one out for yep. the genie. Very he similar joke. Quartney. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you ever hear a name and think to yourself, that's it? That's the new worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> 
I think I was like that the day of all name my future children. Oh my I am Courtney. Courtney. It made me think of um the part in Mean Girls where Tim Meadows is like not as angry as I get when I remember that my sister named her son Anthony. Like that was how I felt at Courtney. Just it's not a a memorable name, but not a good name. Oh well he makes it so yeah. You know I hope that you get on board with Courtney. <laughs> I, I hope I do too. I, I do. Okay. And then we have Connor who I, this is who I thought was going to get the first impression Rose. Yeah. She's clearly into it. They make out hard. Yes. And he comes out in a cat costume and says, it's nice. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> I, I loved his face during the rose ceremony because his cat makeup was gone. It was just <laughs> smeared as hell because he'd been like hardcore making out with Katie, who obviously then went into hair and makeup to like get yeah, all of gets, the like, junk off her face. <laughs> and he just looks a mess, a hot, sweaty cat mess. I like this guy. <laughs> Me too. He I like plays- him for her. I like him for her too. I think it works. He's a math teacher, yes. which is cute. And he lives in Nashville. And I feel like Katie's like totally like, she's like a perfect Nashville vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just kind of like him. He was playing the mini guitar, which I guess is a ukulele in his home package. Uh, well, that's <laughs> who did that. He was like yeah. naked in the tub. And I was like, Katie's huh. going to like this. Yeah. I, I think he matches her on a lot of levels, namely cats, which seems actually like a pretty deep level for her. I mean, she really is into cats. Okay, wait, not to like harp on this guy, but going back to mm. Michael, something I loved about Michael was that he made the joke about the, the fair family heirloom watch, but something oh, else yeah. I loved about him is he gave her a picture of his dog named Tommy, oh, Tommy because that's her cat's name a tale of two Tommies tale as old as time tale as old as time <laughs> and those two animals can never meet <laughs> I know Tommy one would probably not get along with Tommy two probably not <laughs> I think that there's some good guys I find I think yeah. that Connor Michael mm-hmm. um John, mm-hmm. they're gonna go far. Thomas will go far. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's some good guys. Um, how did you feel about Katie as our bachelorette? Um, I like her. It's a it's yeah. a bit soon for me to tell because night one's hard. Night one's hard. Her attention is kind of all over the place, understandably. And I feel like I don't really learn to connect with the lead until they have to start making much harder decisions. Yeah. Um, I think that that's actually a really good point. Yeah. And, and I think that's where you like sort of start to learn to empathize with them in terms of like, how do they handle this conflict of growing these different relationships and being respectful to other people? Um, it's like, you know, I think you and I both loved Matt up until the point where we realized that he was sort of leading all of these women on. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think, you know, you, you kind of start to learn, is this my kind of lead or not? Yeah. But so no, far, good point. I really, I liked what she said ahead of the rose ceremony where she was like, look, if you don't stay tonight, it's nothing to do with you. It's not personal. You're just not the right person for me. And I appreciate the ownership in that. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And like talking about it up top. Mm-hmm. I do think that Katie's somebody, I think, who won't, like, stray away from difficult conversation. I think that she's really fun. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed her. I was, um, I was also a little surprised by her choice in outfit for night, for night one. And I know that, like, she has a stylist and all of that. And I feel like I'm still kind of going back and forth of whether or not I liked it, I guess. I always feel so shallow talking yeah. about their outfits, but typically, like, I love that she wore a color because typically mm-hmm. they wear something like super Whoa. neutral or white or something like that. And so I love that she was in a color, but like, I don't, 
Yeah. I, I don't, don't know, know that I loved the color though. Well, and she seemed like, so, okay. When you think about all of Katie's promo packages, all of her outfits were like pretty casual, right? She's in like a tight pencil skirt right. and a, and a white top with like tucked in and all of that. And then she has like a pink pantsuit. Like they're all kind of these like boss lady outfits, I guess, if you will. And mm-hmm. part of me wanted her to do that for night one. Like, I get that you have to wear a gown and they like, they're like, we're going to make it different with adding so much color because she's like a different bachelorette than we're used to seeing. But I don't know. It's like, oh, I, I kind of love, I would kind of freaking be obsessed if she like walked in there in like a sexy pantsuit or like. <laughs> I So my thought with the color, I feel like on, Matt's season, she had kind of a reputation for having a very, um, we'll call it spunky wardrobe. Um, yeah, like she's like casual. And yes. her outfits feel attainable. Yes. I, I think I wanted that particular dress to either be more red or more pink. Mm. I just, I, again, I love, I actually love that they put her in a color especially yeah. because yeah they've they've released some data that like pretty much no lead has ever worn color before right and i, I and know she's a, a different personality than our typical like i obviously love Tasha. she could not be more different than Tasha. yeah um, yeah they're very different yeah yeah so so all in all i'd say yep i'm for it would it have been the color i would have put her in uh, probably not i probably would have put her in something like bright red um but yeah. you know I, I didn't hate it for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm excited for her season. I really am. I was excited. She was the bachelorette. I'm excited for Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my gosh. Excited for everyone. Um, but I, th- I feel like it's going to be good. Like, I feel like we got back to some like normalcy. Well, yeah, it just feels like, and, and it's hard to say, right. Because it's like, we need, like, the show needs to have change. It needs to have mm-hmm. change. Yes. Um, but it, it was kind of nice to feel like, oh, it, it, I felt I felt like a little freshness with it. I think it's probably because Chris Harrison wasn't there. Yes. I think it's, like, with somebody who, like, a lead who we really like and respect from what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like we said up top, like, you know, we're hoping for change, like the, for the change, like continuing with the show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this was like a nice step. In I, I agree. And, and, you know, I think, um, you know, not all change necessarily needs to happen overnight. So, you know, I can appreciate that the producers are probably trying to figure out like, what, what are the things that we need to start with? But what are the things that historically are tried and true and our viewers have come to love and expect? And maybe disappointed if they didn't get. Um, yeah. So I felt like they maintained a lot of that. One thing I do want to touch on. Um, it was in the previews, like for the rest of the season. And you and I have discussed this before. I think you've mentioned it on the pod. There, there's clearly, I don't know if they're playing basketball or sorry, rugby or football or what. But one of the men gets like speared in the back. And then she's oh, crying yeah. and she's like, our time is cut too short. And it, I think maybe someone dies. No, no, like, no. You think? I, I mean, maybe someone just never walks again, but you know, there's always that date. The producers always include this date where people fight each other and someone invariably gets hurt. Gets hurt. Yeah. And I'm kind Every of, Every season, sick someone of goes fighting. to the hospital. I'm sick of the fighting on this. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I feel like last season they, they cut off like a boxing event early. Um, and I was like, okay, good. They're getting it. Like we don't, if you introduce an element of violence, there will be blood. And again, yeah. like first night, we didn't even talk about this. The men all played a, a pickup hockey game. I loved it. I loved the hockey game. 
It yeah. was so fun. I just love seeing people get along. <laughs> yes. That's my thing. I was like, the stakes are low. Everyone's having a good time. She's wearing one of the men's she coats. She likes it. She's loving it. She's a hockey gal. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. I loved the hockey game. And I agree, yes. like, sports and stuff are fun. I don't mind, like, the two teams, like, like two teams or whatever that go, like, play game or whatever. But, yeah, I think that this antiquated idea of, like, fight for my yeah. love yes. is awful and that's one of the things that the bachelor i think should retire yes that and it that is was not, that was my original point we don't need it anymore We're we don't with need it. it yeah we don't need it uh well connie thank you so much for being here guys connie will definitely be back this season because as i said she's who i pretty much talk about the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so much for having me. When I say this has been the greatest honor of my life so far, um, it's been a really Connie slow life. Pushed around moving into her new house. Oh, I did. House. <laughs> no, I, I legitimately closed on a home this morning versus tomorrow so that I could stay up and film this this evening. <laughs> It meant that much to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know the pleasure is all mine. Um, can't wait to see how this season goes and um, hopefully talk to you again soon. Yes. Thanks guys. Um, hope you tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the pod, please rate, leave a review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.